Welcome back to the third ever episode of the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast, part of the Podcast Chronicles Network. My God, that just rolls off the tongue wow. every time I say it. I'm your host, Ronnie. Over here, we got my boy, Chaz, baby. All right, Chaz. Today, Season 1, Episode 3, give him the title. All right, Season 1, Episode 3. We've got a dim light in the darkness of despair. Humanity rises again. Yeah, what did you think of this episode? Well, you know, it's not the most exciting episode. There's not too much action in it, but it gives us a little more detail into some of the characters that, you know, faces that we've seen but that we haven't really known yet. And it also shows us a little bit of their training and how they're treated in their training, if you yeah. know what I mean. Oh, I've, uh, hey, I'm hearing you loud and clear. And also, that might be a good segue into saying, if you by chance listen to the first two episodes, sometimes I might be too loud. Um, I just get really excited. I'm working on it. I'm staying back from the mic. But, um, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, and, and by working I can only on it, promise to get better. By, by working on it, by working on mean, it, I mean I'm like Aaron. I have faulty equipment. It's nobody's fault. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, it's it's definitely not my fault. So we're gonna get it figured out, and let's go ahead and get into the episode. Take it away, Chaz. All right. So right from the very beginning, uh, we have our boy. Um, this is my guy, man. The Sleepy Vampire. Sleepy is what Vampire, we call Keith Sadies, Commander Keith. Commander Keith. K Dog. K Swizzle. Oh my god. I mean, the list of the names go on, but we'll cut it off there. What is he up to? Well, he starts off the uh, episode by talking to Armin. And he just continuously he asks Armin what his name is. Armin says, my name is Armin. Right, like you okay, do. Like you would if somebody answer. asked what your name is. He said, stupid fucking name. <laughs> okay? That's exactly what he said. And then he go, he he continues to call Armin Arlert. Yeah, you change it. I mean, it's, change a good, it. it's a big play, you know, stupid name, and he just changes it for him. And that's why he's the commander. That's why we put this guy in charge. So we will be... Uh, Referring to Armin as Arlert for the rest of this podcast. Yeah. But Sleepy Vampire calls him Arlert. He basically tells all of them that, you know, they're just, they're less than livestock. They're just a bunch of less than cattle heathens. This is so great. He told them last episode, first of all, let's remember, he welcomed them not warmly. He went out of his way, didn't welcome them warmly, and he told them they were less than livestock. Not only did he tell them that last episode, but now he's making them say it himself, themselves. Yes, and he goes around after Armin. We already know who Armin is, so we won't get much into that. But he goes up to Jean, a guy named Jean, which you can say Jean, John, Jean, however you want to say it. Jean. Uh, Jean. Because it feels good. It feels great off the tongue, but... He asks Jean why he's joining, and Jean basically says he's joining to join the military police and stay. He wants to get into the interior wall. Yeah, give a quick summary of the military police. Just A uh, quick summary is uh, a bunch of people that get drunk, lounge around all day. They're a bunch of loungy dolphins. <laughs> loungy dolphins. <laughs> and they just sit around and 
act like everything's all right because they're the they're the military police right. and they can just chill out and not have to worry about anything. On paper, they're the top guys p- protecting what you know people consider to be the most important people. In reality, they just got money, but right, they're just protecting reality, the inner people. Yeah, they're just chilling hard, and that's what my boy Jean. He that's what he's doing. Or he's that's trying. What he's to going do, up right? to and you know Commander Keith. He uh, instantly. Just drills Jean after that. Where does he hit him? Like right in the shin or something? Where's I mean, he just he nails him. Rightfully so. If if my boy Keith decides that someone needs to be hit, they need to be hit, and that's just it. I'm with him a hundred percent. So Jean goes down, and then he goes over to. Is it Thomas? Is next that he goes to? I believe so. Yeah. So he goes to Thomas Wagner, um, blonde-headed little fella. Starts talking to him. Let's just say he's not using his inside voice. No, oh, no, Keith, no. He is not. <laughs> I don't think he knows what an inside voice is, okay? Yeah. We've got another guy. I'm not exactly sure. What is this other guy who's walking? There's two guys walking, taking this all in. They So, they, yeah, I don't think they really mention their names, but it looks like, you know, he... The head guy, I guess, I suppose you would say, he looks a little bit older than mm-hmm. the other guy he's talking to. He's essentially saying this is the same training you went through to the second guy. So these are veterans is what it looks like. Right. They're saying this is how it's always been. You know, we, uh, we're going to, we're basically turning them from scratch. What is it he says? From scratch, we're going to make these people into pure soldiers. Yeah. And how does he, how does he exactly well, word he's, that? He's talking about why Keith is so intense. And saying, you know, we're just completely basically remodeling these people from what they were, just good soldiers. The thing I would like to tell this guy is, I'm not even sure my uh, Keith knows that he's screaming. I think he's just so tired that he's just he's just talking normally, he thinks. And he's just, because this is what he does. <laughs> he's so tired that he's just mad at everything and he's just yelling at everything. And he doesn't even know where he is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. And so I also wanted to um, point out the fact that when you're listening to this in dub, or my bad, who am I talking about? Dub. (laughs) Sub over dub. When you listen to this in sub, it's great because not only are you hearing these guys talk about what's going on with Commander Keith, you also get what he's saying to these people in the background. And he's telling this one guy, he just straight up says, horrible name, change it now. change it yeah and and the best he tells this person and i quote listen up i've seen a lot of shit in my time but you are the sorriest piece of shit i have ever seen (laughs) which just just absolutely motivating these soldiers not sugarcoating it one (laughs) iota and that's when uh we move over to connie we can call him connie connie however you want to say it and he essentially asked Coney what he wants to do. Coney says he wants to give his heart for humanity, and he raises his left arm mm. and puts it over his right breast. Yeah. Which, uh, hey, buddy, that's not where your heart is. That's not That's not how that goes. Which, listen, I'm sympathetic to Connie here because you know how many times I was saying the Pledge of Allegiance in class and, you know, maybe we're coming back from, like, a week break. It's early in the morning, and I start to do it, and I, like, look around, and I'm like, 
oh wait am i doing it right and you're a little not as sleepy as as this guy but you're sleepy but also thankfully none of my teachers ever came up and picked me up by the head because i did it the wrong way yeah and that's when keith just absolutely squeezes his head picks him up and you know maybe i'd be a better person if they did maybe if i had a guy like keith i wouldn't be you know um who am i kidding i've got a successful podcast i'm doing fine uh but another thing i did want to point out the two guys who were talking about keith's methods they bring up the fact that you know he's not going so hard on everyone um around this time and it's because they're saying yeah you can kind of tell the ones who have seen titans they know what they're up against they're taking it seriously they don't need this you know molding like these other ones do (laughs) they're well aware of what's out there and And what they're working towards exactly that's a good point we actually have a lot of people here that have no idea what the titans look like yeah and the people that do know know it's fucking terrifying right but not as terrifying as sleepy vampire keith oh my god keith is just but anyways that's when keith squeezes connie by the head and we pan over in this very serious moment we pan over to potato girl oh my god this this right here you know how i feel about all this but you i'll let you have a floor Chaz. i know you love this tell the people about it well this is probably my favorite character in episode three okay because it is <laughs> let me tell you when it comes to comedy potato girl does it to perfection and it pans over to potato girl taking a bite out of a potato while everybody is looking at her like what in the hell is she doing right now and then ronnie i know this is your favorite girl in the whole series you've seen season one this is your favorite girl listen listen this is my thing with anime it's always like there's the characters love to eat and i'm all for eating it just it drives me a little bit crazy when that's the um that's the whole character and at this point in time that kind of feels like it's the whole character i'll tell you why it works for me in this show Chaz. why does it, it work ronnie it, it's because why this whole episode works it's because keith his reaction is so great you know i'm just i feel like you could write a 10 page thesis on the emotions going on in this man's brain and i've got a very important question for you yes did keith eat his half for the potato here is what i think keith did and it doesn't show this part break out the tinfoil hats we're gonna be talking about this for a oh, while. oh yeah this is gonna if you're not ready for this go ahead and close it up yeah because this is what this podcast is all about this is what i think keith did i think he put the potato in his mouth juggled it around a little bit, got it all slimy and salivy, and then he gave it back to Potato Girl, made her eat it, and then made her run for five hours straight. Okay, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I just feel like he was offended when she gave him the smaller half. I think he first just like... Yeah, more like a quarter, not a half. Yeah, definitely not a half. Um, He took the potato, he looked at it, he threw it in the dirt, picked it back up, asked for the bigger half, and then when he she gave him the bigger half, 
he just looked at it, he looked at it, looked at her, and just took the half of the potato he threw in the dirt and just ate it right in front of her, <laughs> just ate it right in front of her face, and then just squeezed the bigger half and just made her start running. Yes. That's what I And think, then yeah. told her no dinner. Yeah. Incredible scene. Absolutely incredible. And that's when we go over, it shows Aaron, and shows Aaron, Connie, Armin, yeah. they're all watching her run. Yeah, Marco's. Marco's there. They're all watching her run. And Armin mentions, or I, I think it was Marco actually, mentions the fact that she was from a uh, a hunting town, basically. Right. So not that that really matters or anything. but So then Aaron, they kind of mention the fact that Aaron and Armin, they both saw the Colossal Titan. And Connie is like, whoa, you really saw it? And he's real excited about it you know he's acting like anybody who hasn't seen a titan obviously you would you, your curiosity would be very intrigued yeah. by that this isn't something you want to deal with buddy yeah and you know he's not being the most considerate considering how many people actually died from these titans but seriously what a jerk he's hyped up about it but that's when we go to the dinner table and it shows a bunch of people around asking Aaron about the Titans and what he saw. I also got I got to bring this up. I love. Um, they also have a brief moment where the um, the people who have like dropped out are riding away on their wagon, and this would be this would be probably me, I guess, where I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm really. This is it. I'm changing. This is me now. I'm changing. I'm going. I'm going to become a better person. I go. I'm standing there. I get one taste of Commander Keith, and I'm like, yo, send me to the field. <laughs> this is not... I mean, these people made it less than six hours, and they're just like, forget about it. Um, I like to sleep, man. I, what I like to imagine is these people were thinking in their heads, wow, we're not going to be able to sleep for 375 days yeah, after said, seeing Keith. They said, look at that guy, Keith. Is that how everyone is? Like, get me out of here. I'll go make some corn or I'll go plant some corn. Yeah, and they were just out. Plant, plant some corn and throw some rocks around. They were done. And that's when Aaron is at the dinner table and he's the popular guy. Everybody's around asking him if he saw the Colossal Titan and his you know stubbornness and his ego he's like yeah he's like honestly he's he's not even that tough he doesn't even look that tough yeah I've, he's like talking about um and then they go oh did you see the armored titan and he's like yeah didn't look any different to me hey buddy open your eyes a little <laughs> that guy <laughs> that guy was like uh marshawn lynch standing next to me it's <laughs> 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 like I'm trying to run through a wall. I'm not doing so good. Uh, Todd Gurley or someone else goes running through a wall. You're going to notice a little bit you're of a difference. You're going to notice a little bit of a difference. I'm 4'6 and 130. Yeah, just an absolute mammoth of a man. But uh, then we go on and they ask Aaron if he's seen a normal Titan. And that's when he thinks about his mom getting chomped in half by a normal Titan. And he starts to almost throw up his food, and people are like, yo, chill out. He, he doesn't want to remember everything, and that's when he quickly changes his attitude. And he's like, honestly, yeah, and they're not even that tough. If we master our gear, like, we'll totally take them out, guys. We're going to wipe out all the Titans. Yeah, so make this the, um, I believe this is number four. Aaron is telling this whole gang, 
I am wiping them off this planet, and then I'm killing them all. So, think about the order of events here, okay? Yeah. First, we gotta get the Titans, okay? We got them. We gotta get them off the planet. We wipe them so off wipe the them planet. Off. Okay. okay, that's step one. Then, okay, it's important part two, we kill them all, okay? Yep, wipe so, them off, then kill them. Re- rewind that a little bit. We're gonna wipe them off, kill them all. It's a two, two-step two plan, okay? Okay. Step one, wipe them off. Step two, kill them all. Kill them all. It's a good plan. I think we should stay, stay with it. And I'm sure Aaron won't ever mention this again. Yeah, I'm. Just, that's why it's so important that you get the two-step plan right now because it will not be covered again. But kudos to Aaron because he realizes none of these people have seen Titans. They would probably all shit their pants if they saw these Titans. Two-step plan will be on the test. Two-step plan. He decides to, you know what, I'll throw the two-step plan at them. I'll keep their hopes up even though... I know their hopes would be shattered if they actually saw these Titans. So at this point, it's been two years since that day happened. Right. Aaron was 10 years old at the time. Aaron is now 12. And it was important to mention that at the beginning of this episode, they said it would be three long years of training. So if Aaron can make it through these long years of training, he will be 15 years old. I just want to clarify, this wasn't in the show, I don't think, but... I mean, you mostly, Chaz, are you really get into the research? Yes, I I dig deep. Yeah, and this is you've kind of dug this up. Yeah, um, and we're sharing it to the to the good people. I I read it off a uh, comment about the manga on YouTube. Some some manga guy he just commented and he was like, "Guys, and I read the manga." Yeah, and so basically that's how you know it's right. It's kind of the new Wikipedia. What it says, what YouTube comments say, go. Um, it's our most reliable source yep. of information. We'll continue using it in the... Uh, Please feel free to comment yeah, at any time. Comment, and um, we'll just take what you say as canon. Yeah, whatever you say. So, basically, after Aaron, you know, Aaron and Jean, they plop their dicks out. Who's is bigger? Jean's about to hit him, or not really, but it kind of looks like it's going in that direction. The bell rings, so they're like, you know what, let's call it peace, whatever, deuces. They shake, walk out, and on the way out, we have our girl Mikasa. Her hair's just flowing in the wind oh my God. as she walked past Jean. Whew. And Jean is just, Turning oh, me he is just, his pants are uh, a little soaked at this point, let's say. Wow. And what Who's does, not a pair of dry pants in the room? Right. And Jean goes, uh, 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 in the anime voice. Yeah. You don't look like everyone else. So racist. Oh, my God. Let I me mean, say. I, I, here I was, this guy, I felt like he was making some pretty good points against Aaron, and now I have to cancel him. And it's not what I want to do, but this is what we do in today's society. So he's, I mean, you can't just be saying that stuff. Uh, all men are created equal. And then he goes, oh, and women. Your, your hair is pretty. Bye. And then she walks off. Says thanks, walks off. And Jean walks outside, and he basically is like, oh, I got to wipe this trust off my hand from Aaron because Dude. I'm in love now. After seeing Mika suffer, 0.3 What seconds. a weirdo. Yeah. And he... Not to mention he wipes it on Connie in a very sexual manner. Yeah, let me just say... I could like to consider myself a professional wiper. I've wiped all the time. I wipe, you know, I wipe For low. What? I wipe high. 
37 um, years this whole yeah i've yeah. just been experienced wiper hey i've never never wiped my trust on someone because that's just uh, especially another guy if you're a guy seriously unless you, you're into that well i mean just like yeah yeah don't wipe your trust on whoever you want to but if you don't want me to think you're weird don't wipe your trust on anyone exactly it's a good rule to live by i feel like we've got two rules right now i'm making rules up as we go um that's how we roll around here on the aot chronicles first rule i think i mentioned it back in episode two don't run into an alley second rule don't wipe your trust on anyone third rule mention wiping out the titans every at least 20 minutes yeah that's not even a rule that's just like a way of life it's, there's a two-step plan we'll go over it later it's pretty important um it's kind of hard to grasp but once you get it it's it's a big deal it's a huge deal huge deal and that's when we go to the next day okay after jean splooges his pants <laughs> so this is hilarious from mikasa she tells she tells aaron as if um the people watching don't already know this she says you're always so impulsive when you are riled up. <laughs> oh yeah, she does. She does, which is great. I love I love her commentary on Aaron. Except for her being a snitch in the first episode, but whatever. We'll get over that. She's come a long way. She's she's, she's cutting her hair. She has. She she had long hair. Aaron told her to cut it. She's so she's cutting it. Just you for really, him. You like the short hair or the long hair? I like the short hair on her, I won't lie. Wow. Okay. It's wavy. Yeah. It's real wavy. But anyways, we go to it cuts to the next day. It's uh, the 3D maneuvering dimensional cyanotic gear. Okay. I can't believe you skipped this part. Which part? Um, the part where I was genuinely confused because I thought that they were trying to tell me that Sasha was becoming a wildebeest. Oh my goodness, I did skip this part. <laughs> oh my god. You're so right. Sasha. Help wanted for a podcast co-host. Oh my gosh, you're right. Anyway, back up, Chaz. And not even, let's not, it's not Sasha, it's Potato Girl. Come potato, on. Potato, yeah, tell the people, tell the people what's going on here. All right, so we got Potato Girl, she's ran for seven hours or whatever keith sleepy vampire does and we got this beautiful blonde lady walking up well i wouldn't call her a lady she's pretty young but we got this beautiful blonde little girl walking up and essentially saying what is she is she giving her some food sasha, yeah she or, she's sorry, just trying girl she's just food. trying to help her and that's when sasha goes straight wildebeest and gets red Snatches eyes it gets human super strength human speed like i've never seen before and like darts at her and it's to the point where i was like okay wait did i miss something i was like rewinding being like where was the part where she became a lion i don't i didn't see that part but it turns out this is just anime and it's just comedy at its finest yeah. is what i think it is i know it is um so if you guys have missed out on this um character beat that they're really trying to be subtle about it's sasha really likes food really really likes food i don't know you might not you might not be able to tell but it looks like that's what they're rolling yeah with. it's kind of between the lines but if you look close enough you'll see it and then we got another mystery character we won't say who it is yet spoilers ahead but okay also with your women that older woman comes up and she is kinky yeah she goes i look forward to a lot of fun with this idiot wow yeah she's basically helping potato girl get to bed to have fun with her later right and to where potato girl in quote owes her 
that was that was the last time I had heard that sentence said in literally the last three weeks. Yeah. And that one of them was by me. But we don't have to talk about that in this episode. Correct. Let me just flip through this. Page turn. <laughs> you don't hey, you don't get a professional page turn like that anywhere else. This is what you come to the podcast chronicles for. This is real life, you know? We're, we keep it real. And if you're mad about a page turn, let us know. All right, so now, sorry, I had a whole three pages on Potato Girl, but now that we're on the man- 3D dimensional maneuvering cyanotic jetpacking gear. Yeah, he's he's kind of messing around. Um, these are actually called the Jetpack 3D um, Combo uh, Wazimeters. And oh, okay, yeah, I forgot that part. So take it seriously. All right, so now that we're on to that, Whatever you want to call them. We'll call them 3Ds. We're on to the 3Ds. The ODMs. The ODMs. We got Mikasa. She, uh, of course, is sitting there. And, you know, the head guy, whatever you want to call him, mystery man. They never said his name. But he's walking around and he's like, see, you got people like her right there that uh, they're just born naturals. It just comes easy to them. And obviously she's killing it, like always. Yeah. Because she's best girl. Steady as a rock, that one. Steady as a rock. And it goes over to some other people who are, you know, doing pretty well yeah, think, with it. I think Reiner is over there. He's Reiner, just chilling. Sasha, even even Potato Girl, she's not even doing bad with it. How's and, my boy Aaron doing? Well, Aaron's upside down. He's upside down, and uh, he's about to pass out because all the blood's going to his head. Yeah. And then we give it another shot. He just slams his head on the ground so hard that the NFL called. He's going to the concussion protocol. This guy's out for 14 days at least. He's got to be reevaluated um, next week before he plays the Broncos, and hopefully we can get him back in the lineup. But he I think he's already he's already it. donating his brain for CT CTE research I mean, in the future. He or definitely something. needs to because yeah. um, it was a nasty hit. Even though he snuck, he snuck behind the doctors and him armin and uh mikasa they go and train a little bit more where i really really like um the way they're hyping him up he still can't do it and mikasa gives him this great advice she says no reason to worry you just have to figure it out tomorrow yeah you got tomorrow yeah no reason to worry no reason to worry just you see this thing that you can't do now all you got to do figure it out tomorrow or your whole goal is down the drain that's fine because you can just figure it out tomorrow that's how i am in life any problem that i have i just figure it out tomorrow yeah i just go oh hey why am i worrying i can just figure this out tomorrow i'm five thousand dollars in debt i'll figure it out tomorrow (laughs) yeah it's it's gotten me this far and that's when actually I, i believe that's when he hits his head it's Even really hard. the whole motto to our podcast. Right? People, you know, saying, "Hey, this podcast sucks. Um, the audio's not that great. You guys don't seem to be that professional." We say, eh, "No need to worry. We're just we'll gonna figure it out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll figure it out tomorrow." Anyways, guys, please comment on our video. We want to hear all the feedback you can. Shoot us Speaking an email. Of, shoot us an email. Comment on the video. Give us a thumbs up. 
but anyways, back to the story. So, I'm pretty sure this is when Mikasa and Armin, when they're with him, that's when he hurts his head even more. He hits the ground straight up. They have to bandage him. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think I might have jumped ahead a little bit. And that's when they go. They're at the dinner table that night, and people, you know, they're talking behind his back, talking about, oh, he can't do this, he can't do that, which, I mean, I would too. It's pretty funny if somebody's upside down while you're killing it, but... Do you have any comments on that? No, I think I think you covered that well. And then that's when we hear somebody say, who is, it's Jean and Connie. Aaron goes up to Jean and Connie. He wants advice because they did pretty well with the ODM gear. And they're like, oh, weren't you the one that said you were going to wipe out all the Titans, but you can't even figure this out? And obviously that just shatters Aaron's hopes and dreams. Um. Yeah, this is where I'm looking at my notes here. I've can't believe I wrote 15 pages for this episode. But here on page 8, paragraph C, I do realize I made a bit of a blunder. So I said, Mikasa said, the the motto we live by, no reason to worry, you just have to figure it out tomorrow. That was actually Armin when he's in this room with Reiner and them. Um, Mikasa actually has, she's got some really good advice too. I'm not sure it's as good as that. She just says, don't worry about doing well, but make sure, she. I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. She just says, don't worry about doing well, but just make sure you do well um, or you're going to the fields. Wow. So don't worry about it, but do it. Yeah. Don't worry about said. it. Don't worry about doing well, but do well. Yeah. That just makes total sense to me. Sorry to interrupt you there, Chad, but um, I just wanted, I know the hyenas are going to be at me um, in the comments, uh, yeah, in the reviews, in the chat. Um and I just wanted to clear, Light him up, chat. clear, clear my name. Fs in the chat. Uh, no reason to worry. I'll just figure it out tomorrow. But as I was saying, while you rudely interrupted me, it's all right, Ronnie. I suck. But that's when Jean and Connie, they kind of make fun of him because they're like, oh, weren't you the one that said you were going to wipe out all the Titans? And he's like, but I need your help. And he's crying. And then he's like, whatever. So they go to Reiner and Bertolt. Mm-hmm. And first of all, Bertolt, make it easier. Yeah. It's, you know, Bertolt. Bertolt? Or is it Bertolt? Is it Bert? Is it, is it what is it? Well, call, oh, I love that. Let's just call him Bert. Bert? Let's I like go with that. Bert. Call, call him Bert. All right, so we got Bert and Reiner, and he's asking them what to do, and Reiner's just like, uh, you just kind of stand there. <laughs> There's <laughs> not much to it. Reiner, basically, he's very kind, because um, he basically, in his head, he's just thinking, Okay, Reiner, how do you answer the dumbest question you've ever been asked? <laughs> and he just lets him down easy. And then that's when they go into a deeper convo, and they start talking about that day and stuff. And do you want to give a little info on that? Yeah, I really liked um, they're They're just kind of talking about how their village was a little bit more out of the way that they didn't receive word that the titans were around until they were on them and they're kind of talking about yeah it was weird you know we were hearing sounds we've never heard before the animals were unusually restless which is so weird about the animals because reiner actually says you know i looked out the window and what he saw was um commander keith literally riding a cow he just he'd grabbed the livestock he said screw all of the people who i'm training 
and he just he got on a cow and was just riding it through the forest and he had chickens like on his shoulder and he was like throwing them at titans and stuff like that and there was also a titan there but the main thing was seeing keith ride that cow (laughs) and i guess that's why keith didn't sleep that night yeah that was the (laughs) that was one of the many nights he had not slept but in all seriousness, no, I, I like Reiner and Bert a lot because uh, we can kind of find similarities in them with our gang because they've actually seen Titans, so they're kind of in the same shoes. Whereas, like you were saying before, a lot of these people, they haven't even seen Titans. They don't know what they're up against. They're just kind of doing it because they think that this is what they're supposed to do. This is what they have to do. Right. That's it's different for Burton Reiner, so I, I like them for that. Yeah, and that's when they kind of go into more detail about why they're joining, what they want to do, and Bert's like, "Listen, I don't really have that much of a will. I'd rather just join the military police, kind of yeah. live like a quiet life." Yeah. He's not. He's not really. He does not have Aaron. Aaron's objectives at yeah. all. And yeah, Reiner's whole thing is he straight up says he's just like, "I just want my homeland back, and no matter what." I'm going back. So, he, and then that's when he goes. What about you, Aaron? And Aaron goes, "I will wipe out." Oh yeah, all of the Titans. Um, number five. He says he's he's going back. Flashback. You know, he's thinking about all the traumas he's been through, and he says, "Reiner, let me tell you a story." It was this moment, and this moment only, when I realized I had to kill. All these Titans, myself, which <laughs> seems like a lofty goal, but this is Aaron, you know, he he, he wants want to, any help. He's got to kill these Titans. He wants to do it all himself too. No help, mind you. And that's when Aaron and Bert, or sorry, Reiner and Bert, yeah. look at him and they're like, "Okay, this guy's this a like, little guaco. This guy's got some demons that I'm not so <laughs> sure I want to be around when they escape this." But then Reiner tells him, he's like, look, man, he kind of sympathizes with him because he knows what happened to him. Listen, check your gear, make sure everything's straight. Tomorrow, you you got this, bud. And everything, you know, blah, blah, kiss, kiss, everything's good. And so, new morning, everyone got some rest except for Keith, and we're all ready for Aaron's big day. Aaron's big day. He He shows up, he starts to get on the thing. You know, a couple seconds in, he's staying steady, he's staying steady, and then boom. Yeah, my favorite part is he's just like, he's basically thinking in his head, he's like, wow, I suck so bad, but boy, do I have some guts. I am going to do this. He has guts. That's all you need. He's like, Let me make myself clear. I am the worst, but <laughs> if there's one thing I've got, it's guts, and I'm going to do it. And then he and doesn't he, do it. He had guts for two seconds, but then he... uh he went upside down again, and sleepyhead Keith was like, "Hey Wagner, switch belts with this guy." He's like, "He's like, we've never thought to maintenance this very important part. <laughs> we've never thought to clean the belt or maintenance it." Hey Wagner, switch it up with him, and that's when he switches it up, and voila, 
sleepyhead Keith does a little inspection and he realizes, oh wow, I've never actually seen this part of the belt messed up before. Yeah, everyone's going crazy like, wow, he he even did it for a couple seconds without the belt correct and Keith's still just standing off to the side. He's like so tired, he's wiping his eyes, he's just like unbelievable that we've never looked at the part of the belt that's supposed to help the person stay up he goes i'm putting that on the checklist we have got to start checking this part of the we belt. have got to start checking this <laughs> great epiphany he's like, by Keith. he's like i'm getting some rest and then i am putting this on the checklist <laughs> i'll tell you that right now because this sort of thing cannot happen again and then is that pretty much the end of the episode that's pretty much it but we do get a nice little uh nice little tidbit there at the end where keith is in his head, and he's saying, you know, he even says his name. Do you have the first name? Yes, he says, Grisha, your son is now a soldier. So we now know, well, I don't know. We, we could possibly have known this before. I, haven't, I, didn't, I didn't really check, but we, we do know now that Aaron's dad's name is Grisha. Grisha, Grisha, however you say it. And we know Keith knows. And Keith somehow knows Grisha. It could be that he saved him. As he was a doctor, we don't really know. Which is interesting because we haven't actually, I mean, I don't think Keith made it clear to Aaron that he knew his dad. So he kind of kept that under his belt. Yeah, he, he definitely did not mention that to him. And um, um, we get just, I mean, this is where the animation, so every time uh, they've got their ODMs and they're just zipping through the forest to just a banger of a song, it's it's sick. I love it. It is, and oh, and the awesome part about this too, at the very end, Aaron's so excited that he just finally conquered his ODM gear specialist thing, whatever you want to call it, and Mika says like, wow, that's awesome. She she believes that Aaron is so excited just because he doesn't want to be separated from her, Yeah, which um, is a little self-deluded, if you ask me. Uh, love Mikasa, but let's put a little uh, asterisk next to her name, and in parentheses, just put potentially a little bit crazy. A little bit crazy, yeah. Uh, uh, she seems lovely, but uh, definitely watch out for her. She might not know Aaron as well as we think, if she thinks something like that. Let me let me nerd out a little bit here. How do you think, um, with what we know, the ODMs work? You think it's like I know that they've got little uh, triggers on their their blades the that kind of shoot yep. out shoot out the grapples. Mm-hmm. You think it's like all in the hips? It is like it's all muscle yeah. hips. The way they move, sway is how yeah. they steer and all that. It's so cool. It's just like a it's like a gas. Um, it's like a jet-packed version of swinging around like Spider-Man. It and is. I love when they just like get some air, do some flips. And I guess the only other thing I had, uh, Chaz, was Titan of the Week this week, Sleepy Keith. Sleepy Keith. I completely agree. <laughs> I completely agree, Ronnie. And <laughs> it's like you were saying, this episode, you know, we took a step back, but um, still really enjoyable. We meet a lot of new characters and um, get a little bit more. Uh, we get a nice little refresher with Aaron. Uh, he does want to kill the Titans, so that's always good to, to check up on. and kill him. Um, we got some more Keith, which is why I would definitely say... The highlight of the first this three is, episodes. This is, def- this, is def- <laughs> this is definitely the best episode since last episode. 
But, I completely agree, oh my Ronnie. God, we're a bunch of idiots. Why would anyone ever listen to this? And if you're still here, why are you still here? But when you are listening, please, you know, you know the drill. Send us the feedback uh, in the comments or at the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up. Smash that subscribe button. Yeah, I've sent the blueprints to the t-shirt company. We've got those on the way. Um, totally got those on the way yeah yep. i'm looking at them right now they're right here 400 listeners and we're gonna ship those out so just be the 100th listener and you can get one of those um chad anything else for the people uh have a great night this is your boy Chaz. um <laughs> peace <laughs> this has been the aot chronicles thanks for listening <laughs>